why not uh, firearm safety? Just firearms training is, is key. You know, guns are an excellent tool. If you are required to fill out that 10-day form or your background check, you should also be required to attend a class. Of course, so you can obtain that firearm and take that firearm home with you. But we're going to follow these rules. My shout-out to you this week is to Jason. Well, this story just got off. My shout-out to Ed. Like I said to Jason, I just took a huge... It's going down, dude. Adam has a beard. is sponsored by Trailboards and BoboSoul.com. I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, we all know it's not right. We all, we all want to. We all want change. We've been reacting rather than responding. We can say this, we can't say that. We can do this. Whoa, we better slow down. We cannot do that. We're not going to stand for this frustrating endless story. Because we hold a lot of fear around speaking our truths. Everybody, everybody should know that they can find The Refined Man at therefinedman.club or on Instagram at The Refined Man Barbershop. Never get it wrong, man. Never get it wrong. This is the law that you chose to uphold. You need to uphold this law. Um, I really want to. Get, I really want to talk about that. Yeah, that guy's, you know, yeah. James Naswood. That's so cool. All right, we're recording, dude. We're recording. <laughs> dude, just like that's my favorite line. That's my. That's my. That's <laughs> my favorite line, dude. You know, hey, what's happening, everybody? Today uh, is a good day. Why? Because I fucking said so. <laughs> oh, dude, what a crazy week, man! I uh, and I was trying to do this—the whole training, right—to get you know operate that big old giant monster crane. Hell yeah! No, no time. Don't do that. Mm. You gotta hurry up and wait. You gotta. Oh no, 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 no! Oh, you wanted to go learn that? No, 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 no! Go do this. <laughs> God damn it! What am I going? Ah. Oh. You ever feel like the trainer doesn't want you to know? <laughs> well, it's not necessarily the trainer as much as it is the people in that are in quote unquote in charge. Mm, there you go. Mm-hmm. They have an alternate plan for your path. You know? Always, always. Oh, they got to keep you on your toes. They they got to try. They got to try. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you gonna do though? That's the way life is. So how's the crane going? <laughs> It's good. It's a good crane. It's a it's a badass crane. I love it, man. I mean, you, you got to learn these these damn things, these rules that uh, that if you don't do this, you ha- I mean, it's lifting and and weights, and you got to learn laws, and you got to learn where you're digging and what you're digging for, what you're digging to. I just love the damn machine because one, I'm not, you know, they told when I first started working there, they told me, yeah, I, I want to run that machine. I said to them, they're like, no. You're not going to run that machine. Ooh. Okay. But you want me to operate this big ass snowplow. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's my all dream. Right. You get to run all the equipment I always wanted to run. I fucking love it, man. Mm-hmm. Excavators, mini excavators, skid steers, brooms, sweeping big giant monster sweepers, vacuum, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the monster vector truck that they sweep out, so, you know, vacuum out catch basins and shit. Yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah dude that's a big you know high dollar amount machine right there there you go fucking love it Man. you know what i mean we used to have races on those skid steers you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> good good to say goodbye to your back and your kidneys <laughs> <laughs> oh dude oh man they're so uh crazy fucking thing about 
accidents. Mm. And I, this is something that I've been thinking about. And I really want to talk about it. Anybody got any ideas, anybody got suggestions or, you know, what I'm about to drop on your asses, let me know because accidents at work are the fucking worst. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely the worst, depending on what you're doing. I mean, obviously, you know, if you're healthcare, you're going to, you know, something happened, you're going to slip, you're going to hurt your back. You're going to, drop a patient i don't know i don't know what happens all in, in healthcare but i imagine it's not good you Ooh. know what i mean um you know you can get beat up or whatever it is by any patients or the older younger whatever um a police officer you're going to get obviously going to get in some kind of entanglement and by entanglement i don't mean the hide the sausage kind i mean you no know, beat up fight fist fight some shit like that l and i claim right my job is, you know, you get hit by a drunk driver, distracted driver, errant driver, wrong way driver, uh, driver texting, sexting, <laughs> whatever they're doing, right? Right. But the thing that I want to talk about is what do you do during that, man? I mean, do you, you know, you just go about your business? Hell no. You get an attorney. That's what you fucking do. You get a fucking attorney. Don't. Don't even skimp on it. Don't even think about it. Don't even stress about it. This should be a second nature thing. You get hit, first call, obviously, call your supervisor, call your lead tech, whatever, your guy, the guy in charge. And then the next call should be an attorney. Mm. No if, ands, or buts about it. And God damn it, stay away from the medication because that's all they want to do is give you medication. Find yourself a doctor who's going to treat you right. You know what I mean? But the attorney, man, I mean, the attorney handles all the, does all the legwork, does all the shit that you don't want to do, like dealing with insurance companies who like to scam you. You didn't do shit, you know, you didn't do shit. And all of a sudden they want to offer you like, oh man, you, for your pain and suffering and give you 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. No, motherfucker. Now you just pissed me off. (laughs) Right. Oh man. I'm just like. It's it's a pain, dude. It's a pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. We all think we're gonna save money, but you just tell the lawyer how much you want, and then they go for more so they can get their shit too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that healing process, man. I talked about it before, man. And oh, ooh, good news, dude. Olympia Oli Float is back open. Nice. Yes, that's I, cool. Yeah, they're they're following their protocols. They were shut down for a little while because you know. Obviously, you know, trying to get all the social distancing things happening, um, their massages, their their mm. floats, uh, the, just the rooms set up, the the waiting lobby, everything, everything's set up. And and Dan is on top of it. He is just he's just such a killer dude. Anyways, That's but cool. but for, you know, for floating, you know, obviously it helps your whole body. You know, I mean, and a, a massage. The, the triple threat is chiropractor, uh, float. And then a massage. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, you are, you walk out of there. I walked out of it one time. I was like, oh, God, I almost fell down. <laughs> <laughs> I like, agree. What's happening here? It's good for you, man. Uh, do, do they have any, 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 any things like that down there? Like any float centers or anything, anything like that down there? No, just prostitutes and yoga. Nice. We have gravity yoga. And we have <laughs> homeless. <laughs> yeah. Does that count? <laughs> well, if you can combine the two, we often do. You know, I get a homeless prostitute to come in and teach me yoga. 
but I can't get my groceries delivered before four days from now. That's just oh. me nuts, you know? I'm a guy that depends on the grocery delivery because I don't see, I don't drive. I've always, you know, I've always been the guy that's dependent on that. And now right. suddenly I can't get my groceries for four days. And then, oh. then they're out of whatever it is I ordered and fuck that. So I don't even know what to do. Now I'm just starving to death. And, and, and you look like a baby face right now. Oh yeah. I shaved it I, off. I noticed. I'm like, who is this little man in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this handsome devil in front of me? No, not me. No, yeah. that's you there, partner. It's the weirdest thing in, in like in Florida, nobody dates anybody unless they're under 20 and over 40, you know? Like, I can't meet a 40-year-old woman, but I can meet a fucking 20-year-old all day. That's so weird to me. <laughs> and the other thing about women, I don't understand this. They all want you to have a beard. But the minute they go to kiss you, they're like, ow, ow, ow. I don't want that thing on my face. Well, what oh. the fuck did you want the beard for? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're not going to yank on it. Oh, well, mm -hmm. well, well, you can try. It's there. it's there or it isn't. It isn't removable. You know, you can't just put it back <laughs> on when you're done. Well, I wear a bag at work. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> well, yeah, me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sex work is sex work, buddy. That's right. That's right. We all got jobs to do. That's right. Yep. 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 I don't know. I just got tired of the hair on my face. I thought about that too last night when I was sweating on mm -hmm. the side of the freeway, just fixing this. We had to fix this gnarly accident. I'm not going to get into too many details about it, but we had to fix this gnarly accident, took out a lot of shit. We had to replace it all, and I'm sweating, and I'm like, God dang, maybe I should shave my beard. Mm. And instantly, I raised my hand, and I smacked myself upon the face. You should. Like, the, the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> it doesn't help with heat. And in fact, you sweat more without the beard because it's just, it, there's nothing to collect it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I remember, like, I used to play hockey, and I'd have the mustache. And then when I'd take the mask off, it would just be like my face would just be covered in ice. And the only part I could get off was on my mustache, you know. Oh, did you have one of those those really killer uh, handlebar mustaches? Or but, yeah, at the end of the day, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, everything's leaking on your face. God dang, dude. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Dude, what do you? Mean, I never dude? played hockey, man. Is it? It's a real physical sport, isn't it? It's fun. Yeah, because yeah, you get to glide everywhere. You know what I mean. And yeah. most, of the, most of it's just skating back and forth until somebody shoots the puck to you. And then you're like, damn it. <laughs> now I got to do something, you know. That's whenever. It's like rugby, but with a puck. Nobody, yeah. nobody notices you until all of a sudden you have the puck. Then suddenly you got like five guys trying to just tackle you. Oh, dang. That's dang. Cool. Yeah, I never played no hockey. I don't even know how to ice skate. I mean, yeah, I, I never tried. It's just constantly falling forward. I, I like I can't skate without a stick. Even rollerblading, I need my stick because I lean forward. You know, <laughs> oh, there it is, and then I, the stick stops me. Oh man! But what I, you know what I always found fascinating about drivers is that like we're all going back and forth on the road, and there's just this little like what two three inch line sitting there just like separating us and i'm just surprised that more there isn't more accidents you know it's oh. not like there's these big buffers between us and whatever that's going to kill us you know yeah yeah so it's just oh yeah to me. just the the road itself is just weird to me you know 
Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when they have the new construction or new asphalt or something like that, and then the bro- the pavement is uneven. Dude, yeah. There's been a few times I was hanging onto the seat of the truck I was driving, not with my hands. <laughs> and then they put those walls up, like, you know, when they're doing construction, and suddenly the lane is like just so much smaller than it ever was. Man, yep. I can't deal with that. That's too much pressure for me, man. You know? <laughs> I want to hit the wall just because I'm, I know I'm going to eventually, you know? Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. That that jersey barrier, there's no joke. It'll take some hits, though, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. You know, crazy stuff, man. Good times, though. <laughs> I mean, I've always wanted to, like, see you. Yeah, fuck, you know what? Fuck this life. I'm going to hit it. Now, then I realized, like, thinking back at work, I'm like, dude, I picked up pieces of car. <laughs> for a good half a mile then nah, i'm gonna avoid that yeah it doesn't kill you and it doesn't make you stronger no by no means it does rattle the old uh, noggin a little bit though i tell you that much the impact mm. you know it does you want to meet your airbag real fast go on <laughs> seriously real quick oh man Ooh. yeah man what the so i was reading a lot of a lot of this shit <clears throat> excuse me i don't i don't understand why People won't just wear the goddamn masks. It's a, I know we, we probably, maybe we have beaten this subject into the ground, but it's always an issue everywhere you go. I mean, I'll go to the tire shop, just the tire shop. Everybody's wearing masks. Cool. All right. I go down to the local sex shop. Oh, we're not a local. So hold on. Wrong conversation. I go to the sandwich shop. Nobody's wearing a mask. No. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. You know, I mean, and at work, you see people, you know, obviously it's really funny because some people who are close to those who have been exposed will wear their masks. Mm. You know what I mean? And then there's others that won't. But when we're on the job and we're, we don't have time for, I don't know, man, we just can't, we can't be suffocated because they want us to do all this heavy ass shit. Mm. You want us to wear a fucking mask. Okay. How's that going to work? Because every time I'm working, when I work out, I got a special mask, right? And it's got these filters and it's got this, it's breathable. And, and I was thinking about wearing that to work. I'm like, but then I'm like, but that mask cost me a lot of fucking money just so I can go to the gym. Right. You know, and I don't have time to put that son of a bitch on when I'm working, when I'm not going to be able to, I'm going to, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> no, then you take the time and put your mask on, right? Uh-huh. If, a, if a boss creates a policy that slows you down, you slow down. That's yeah. what I learned. And one day I was running through the warehouse because I had to get this shit going. And my boss stopped me and he pulled me aside and he's like, Jason, I never want to see you running again. And I was like, but I got to take care of this and this and this. He's like, I never want to see you running again. If we slow you down, that means we want you to slow down. And I was like, all right, that's fine with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, but I yeah I don't I got I just bought masks on Amazon I just got them, black yeah. masks so I'm happy about that you know yeah, yeah. like Tallahassee just said um yeah food workers you don't have to wear your masks anymore and I was like oh, I don't know you know that sucks because <laughs> <laughs> you have people ordering spitting from the other side of the counter they yeah, don't know right I don't know so I wear my mask because I I give a shit about you you know what I mean. Exactly. Don't about me. 
right? I just don't want to die in a hospital. This is the way I looked at it. Like every time there's something new, everybody rushes to go and do it, right? Yep. Like an amusement park opens, everybody's got to be there day one, right? COVID yep. happened, everybody wanted to be in the hospital day one. Not me. I want to wait till the trend is down, you know? <laughs> I want to wait till it's not cool anymore, not fashionable to have COVID. Because when I yes, catch sir. it, I want like eight nurses going, oh, baby, it's okay. I don't want one holding my hand okay. while I die. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, you're right. So that's dude. what worries me. It's not about like, I don't give a shit about giving my DoorDash delivery guy COVID, you know, and I don't really care about catching it and dying. I just don't want to be in the hospital with like 4,000 other people in, in a room, you know, because I'm not going to get the personal attention. Yeah. That's my issue. I'm scared of the hospital. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nobody wants to be there by themselves. Right? That's, That's what sucks. I want to be the one COVID patient. Like, hey, this dude's the last one. <laughs> you know yeah. I, mean? I don't yeah. want to be the first. I don't want to be the 30th. I'm, yeah. gonna, so I'm not scared of dying. I'm scared of living that way. That's all. Ah, dude. Hey, that, that, this constant state of living in fear, man. Mm-hmm. It's craziness. I, I was what talking, are you gonna do? I was yeah. telling my buddy, I was like, you know, it's weird. Is like, I'm getting like listens now, like a lot of listens from the Russian Federation on my podcast, you know. Well, and my buddy was like, well, you got to be careful. Vladimir Putin might poison your DoorDash food. And I was like, hey, anybody's got the balls to kill me, I will wave up and smile and say thank you from heaven. You know what I mean? But I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. It's weird. It is weird that I'm getting all these listens. Like, and I'm talking like 200 listens. I'm not talking like, oh, you know what I mean? Right. So, are they are they like illegally streaming my stuff to hear what America? I always imagine that like when I see a listen from Afghanistan, it's like, ooh, did they illegally get like a ham radio and just look up America and find us? You know. (laughs) (laughs) I think that shit's so cool. You know. So that's why I post a lot of the stuff I post is just so that they hear that, like. I think around the world, people go, oh, he, there's 360 Trumps in that country, right? And right. so what I want to say is, no, 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 there's people like, like, we're just sitting here talking, we're fighting back, we're doing shit. That's not us. We're normal right. people. And so I think they hear my podcast and they're like, all right, you know, they're normal people talking about normal things that can help everybody's life. They're not, they're not all just like hateful. Somebody said it to me, and I don't want to get political. They said Trump only has one move, angry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I noticed that, right? Now I angry noticed tweets. That. Oh, yeah, angry tweets, angry messages, yeah. wrong. That's not, that's not what America is not a full, not a bunch of angry people. You know what I mean? I was talking to my friend, and and she had this thing about Adolf Hitler and like how you know, Adolf Hitler got rid of the police because they would interfere with his police. And so that was the first thing he did. Sound familiar? And I was like, man, you got to understand that defund the police doesn't mean defund the police. It's some, some, some protester shouted it out and they went, yeah, that's the name, but that's not the name. It just yeah. means taking a line item, like in the police budget, instead of mops, you put health and resources, you know, yep. and, and you send like, I just learned about this in Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, they have a program called Cahoots and it's this doctor and a nurse and a psychiatrist and they're just sitting around and 911 calls them and says, hey, we got a naked guy, he's wandering the streets, he needs help and they don't call the police, they call these people, they get in their police car and they go and help the guy and if 
they need more help. They said out of what, 250,000 cases, they've called the police 150 times. Wow. For backup. Wow. Yes. They said they cost, they cost $2 million a year in a police budget that is $90 million. Oh, they've saved $15 million. And, and, but just imagine 250,000 cases that the cops didn't have to go to. Like the cop got a break on. That's what it means. It means giving a cop a break. And I think that's so important for people to realize because you can't say that you're for blue lives, but you don't want to give them a break. You know, Mm -hmm. you want them chasing lost cats. You want them going to the domestic violence stuff. You want them listening to these couples argue back and forth like divorce court. That's not what cops are for. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's a great idea with a real bad name. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I said, it's a reallocation of funds, man. Right. And she was like, that's bullshit. You just want to take our guns. And I was like, nope, I have a podcast that says just the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you stay away from my fucking guns, buddy. And here's my other question I have for just everybody, and I might get better responses from this podcast than anywhere on my Facebook page. Who has auto? Do you have an automatic weapon? Fully automatic? Nope. It's illegal in the United States unless you have an FFL and you are a fully licensed, licensed, authorized dealer or a law enforcement official. All right, because what I've been looking at, I've been trying to research this for like a week, and I could only find one example, and it was Beto O'Rourke saying, hell yeah, we're going to take your guns after somebody slaughtered 23 people in his Walmart, right? But I, I can't find, and I saw a post by Joe Biden, and that's what made me think of this. Yes, we should ban assault weapons. Well, I thought they already were, you know, and then so I was just like, and then somebody was like, you're not taking my guns. And I was like, nobody's taking anybody's guns. Joe Biden has a gun, you know, like yeah. everybody has a gun. That's fine. I use it like toothpicks, you know, I got like 14 in my bathroom drawer. But what I'm mm-hmm. saying is like, we got to get past that rhetoric. It's okay to hate people for, for their policies, but not for, not for the rhetoric like that. Nobody's going to take anybody's gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, I'm really sorry about that. That, that that's gotten out there that's an NRA, nra thing that you don't hear about anymore because the nra is almost dead mm-hmm. i want you to have your guns i want kelly to have her gun because she's my friend and if i'm in trouble and she's around she will save my life right and yep. i feel that way about other people too my friend brian has a gun and i'm happy as fuck he has one i don't yeah. like the fact that he got it just you know he was like i'm always wanting to kill myself I always think about get, I get depressed and I want to kill myself. So I got okay. a gun. He's like, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. He's like, yeah, it's, it's shit or get off the pot. Now I have a gun and I don't think that anymore because I know that I can. You know? uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's fucked up. You know, <laughs> horrible, dude. Holy shit. God dang. We all get depressed. Yeah. But he just called his own bluff. He's like, yeah, you want to kill yourself? Here's a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. He just, he he goes the slower route, Oreos. (laughs) (laughs) Fog up that margarita's nice and thick. Yeah. 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 You get a sleeve of those double stuffed and you're just laying on the couch comatose. Mm hmm. Good night. Merry Christmas. I just think, I think we're, we're thinking about things wrong. I think. I like us because we're just America, you know what I mean? Yep. And I love that. And I, I love to bring some normalcy into the, into the world of bullshit, you know? 
Yeah, Jason totally. isn't like that. And I love to I love to be able to point back and go, no, Adam's not like that. He's a gun owner, but he wants he wants gun locks. He wants safety too. He doesn't like to, he doesn't like these people going around killing people because then it makes him makes him look bad as a gun yeah. owner. You know what I mean? Hmm. Hundred percent, man. I mean, it's like the way I see it is like, what if you know? What if? And I grew up with a kid who, uh, who had been shot by his brother because their parents did not uh, lock up their guns and and he got shot and it luckily didn't damage him. Well, mentally it fucked him up for a little bit. And then physically just left a nice gnarly scar right across his temple, you know, right down the side of his head, you know, and your nice clean bullet wound. They called him bullet for the longest time, which is fucked up, but you know, teach everybody, you know? Yeah. The yeah. easiest way to learn a lesson is when somebody else fucks up. <laughs> oh yeah, that was bad because he was right? like, dude, it was this and that. There was blood everywhere, and I was scared. I thought it was dead. And right? his brother, I mean, I remember his brother coming back to school, and I was like, Wow, you're you're not in jail, you're not in fucking trouble. What the fuck? You know? So yeah. then I took that lesson for the rest of my life. Anytime I had a gun, everything. I didn't even know some of these policies or rules back then but i knew common sense right always treat a weapon like it's loaded always always even if it's unloaded never pointed at anybody right you know it doesn't matter you don't you don't even point a toy gun at somebody you just don't want to get into that room like sean said you know you have to pull that thing out of your holster over and over and over to get the repetition so you don't want to mess with your repetition and just randomly point something at people exactly i don't even point my finger at people you know what i mean Nope, no finger guns here. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Hey. nope. Yeah, <laughs> bang. But I, I try to teach my son that too. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, don't, don't point that, don't point that at me. You right. know, he's got ass nerf guns, and I'm like, dude, nope. You don't point it at ladies. You don't point it at your homies. You don't point it at your family. You don't point it at anybody. How about that? Let's just, let's just stick with that rule. Right. Unless you plan on taking that person out. And he's like, well, what if we're in a nerf gun war? son you better duck and weave (laughs) (laughs) you better run for your life you know what i mean yeah i get what you're saying though yeah totally man i mean my guns are locked up they are locked up and good luck if you want to get into my gun safe nobody has the the safe i mean well one dude one one of my buddies has a has a combination to my locks and that's it everybody else can kiss my ever living ass because they're not gonna I told my brother-in-law, I trust your kids. I don't trust your kids' friends. You know, they haven't had the same right kids have. So right. I, I don't, I don't, you know, he was in, he was in Iraq. He was in Kuwait. And so he has his weapon. He has his AR-15, the fully automatic thing. And it's in, it's locked up. But I told him, I was like, I don't, I don't care that you have a gun. I'm not going to be in the house when your kid has friends over though, if you have the gun unlocked, because I don't trust them. I trust your kids and I trust you. You can trust me, but I don't trust your friends. <laughs> you know, friends. Yeah. Yay. What in dog fucking hell? <laughs> Where the fuck have you been, sir? First you're off surfing on or eating some Rocky Mountain oysters. Then you're fucking bow and arrow with a uh, two diddly Tom and what's his name. Now you're back. <laughs> I wanted to ask where he was, but uh, I was like, I'm I don't back. want to <laughs> ask him until I know he's going to be here. Yay. All right, homeboy. Where, how the fuck are you, man? <laughs> uh, I'm good. You know, just just living life, man. I'm just trying to find some employment. I uh, got some 
very good prospective employment uh, opportunities here uh, mm-hmm. in the near future. So we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. We missed yeah. you. Yeah, how have you guys been, man? It's, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, it's been exactly. Hold on, let me look at my calendar. Oh God, here we go. Days, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> now we briefly saw you last week, but your phone was like lagging about a minute. Uh, yeah, I was coming. I was coming back from uh, Olympia. I I almost thought about stopping by Adam's house, but I was and way past didn't. it. <laughs> I, I know. I, I don't know. Oh, dude, you gotta stop. God damn it. <laughs> mm. You you just hopped in at a great time. We were just talking about guns and safety. I think that like too many groups in this country are like just they're defined by the worst element of the group, and that's got to stop. And so I think people are scared of guns because somebody goes into an El Paso Walmart and shoots twenty three people. But that's that's the outlier gun owner. That's not like that's not the complete u- outlier. That's yes. not the usual gun owner, and we have to get past that. And the only way to get past that is for people to get to know good gun owners and hear how they feel about these topics, you know what I mean? And it's difficult because, like, media is the bad guy. Media mm-hmm. is always blowing shit like that out of proportion, and it's it's frustrating for us as gun owners. I mean, I was like, I, I want, you know – I want to walk. I walk down the street. As a matter of fact, I walk in the middle down, down here in Olympia, in the middle of the street with my fucking gun on full display. It's mm-hmm. open carry here in Washington. Open carry. I'm not fucking pointing it at anybody. I'm not intimidating. I've had officers stop and talk and shoot the shit with me, knowing damn well who I am. Because one, if they ask me who I am, they're a police officer. You know, to an extent, I'll be like, okay, so here's why. Oh, well, I see you have a gun on here. What are you doing at two o'clock in the morning walking around the middle of the street? Being an American? Being an American on neighborhood watch. Mm-hmm. Kissed my ass. <laughs> and hey, 99% of the time, the police officers are like, hell yeah, all right, cool. Hey, Sean, you know? do you have any automatic weapons? Uh, no, I don't have any automatic weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured if anybody maybe, did, it would be the guy that makes them or the guy with the farm that shoots them. Uh, maybe on down the road, I'll get a class three license, uh, when I have some money, but it's, it's very expensive to have a class three license. Uh, okay. I know threat, threat dynamics has a class three license. Uh, so we had a couple, uh, fully automatic weapons. Uh, and then we, every time we put on like an event for, uh, uh, fundraiser for a veterans thing uh people brought in some really cool automatic weapons that's cool so it's like nascar you can go on the track and drive it around but you can't take it home with you that, that's right that that's is right. cool see that's what i'm saying it's like you know gun safety people that own guns that love their guns and love their rights they care just as much about gun safety as they do you know other people and oh 100 hundred percent, man. I mean, I mean, imagine, I mean, it's just imagine nobody giving a fuck about gun rights, you know, hmm. who's going to, who's going to fight for them. Those one or two outlier guys who have guns, who love guns, who, who, you know, have been around guns for all their life or, you know, training people all their life or whatever. It, it, it's an uphill battle either way you look at it. 
Right. Because people that don't have guns don't want to know anything about guns. They've already judged the gun. Yep. The gun is just a piece of metal. It's the person. Guns do kill people. <laughs> you know what I mean? But people kill people too. But I just don't think there's enough information about it. So, you, there, you know, there's 40 million gun owners, but yet one guy uses it wrong and suddenly every gun owner is that guy. And I just yep. don't like that. And I think we all deserve the same rights. I think we all deserve the same choices. And I just think that judging a gun owner is like, is like judging a guy that, that mixes music. You know, I think that might be a waste of time. You know what I mean? You're no good. Give it up. You're not an artist, you know what I mean? right. but you still do it. Right. And mm-hmm. so I just think it's the same thing. And you're, you know, you're blasting your crappy music at me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're doing more damage to my head than a gun than a bullet would. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rough deal, man. I mean, I don't think this, this gun battle is ever going to go away. It might. It, it will take, you know, do you, you remember Sean, uh, well, both of you guys, actually, honestly, I keep thinking of Jason's younger with that baby face of his. Mm-hmm. everybody and their mother's brother instantly they were signed up going down signing up for to be in the military oh yeah everybody everybody had guns i mean you never saw anybody complaining then you know what i mean you never heard any of these all the gun opposement was silenced Mm. every single bit of it i didn't hear anything of it during that time and i was like this is interesting this is really super interesting at that time i did i had you know i'll probably say now about 10 guns at that time i'm like hmm all right cool all right all right i get it and then all of a sudden all that's over with now and everybody's like oh let's ban guns again i just want to say from this side like i just watched three days of the democratic national convention for for an upcoming podcast that these guys want to do Nobody said take away our guns. Nobody even really mentioned gun violence. There was a lot of Black Lives Matter violence, you know, and all that stuff. But there wasn't any. I think that there's a group that makes money off of getting you guys scared. We're going to take your guns and yep. get us scared that you're going to kill us with them. But when that group was dissolved and disappeared and doesn't have any authority anymore, nobody's talking about it because nobody cares. Nobody cares. Exactly. If you have a gun and you're not killing people with it, we don't care. You know what I mean? Exactly. And see, I noticed too that at the same time during when these all these people were talking, let's take some guns away. Let's ban. We're gonna ban uh, X amount of rounds in the mags. You remember that, Sean? All yeah, of a sudden, oh yeah, they 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 definitely tried. Uh, I know that was on the ballot in Oregon uh, last year. A lot of a lot of customers were coming in, uh, just scared out of their minds. But the the bill was drafted by some uh, high school students who couldn't even vote. Uh, they brought it up to one of their government officials. I can't remember the name, and it, it didn't it didn't pass on to the uh, the next step. But that's that's the crazy thing that that's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, you guys are talking about, uh, you know, the gun stuff's basically gone away because of all the rioting and stuff like that. Uh, so three million guns have been sold since the start of 2020. Three, three, three million. Uh, oh, we got to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. So that's a lot of that's a lot of guns on the street. You know, that's great. Uh, but I will say, probably a good majority of those gun sales are from people that were maybe on the fence about 
guns or, or, or maybe yep. negative uh, about mm-hmm. guns, but when uh, unfortunately you have uh, New York, California, uh, Portland, Seattle, when, when uh, terrorist, players. terrorist groups, Antifa, you know, stuff like that, maybe not even Antifa, but just people that want to cause uh, terror in this, in these cities, they're taken over. People are getting killed, uh, you know, and the, and the police are out. The, the police aren't there because they don't want, you know, that's the whole thing. And these people are buying guns now, but they, they don't know how to use them properly and safely. And then now we're going to start seeing, uh, you know, maybe an accidental, uh, discharge or uh used yep. in the wrong manner where it's not legal uh, they don't have legal justification and then boom we're back to this uh vicious cycle like oh god uh, you know gu- guns all guns are bad you know uh we, we just need more training opportunities i think uh around the united states uh you know and i know it takes money and all that stuff i'd love to have a range on my property but uh i need you should that's your business right there dude uh I, I would love it but i mean you know we're such a small community here uh if i was in between here and olympia you know i, I think that would probably work what's it going to take for you to become a firearms arms instructor yeah let's do uh, I already, I, think, I already am one. Is well, here's here's the thing. I I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to get off your ass and get yourself a school and make your goddamn money, brother. Because as a firearms instructor, you could teach all these numb nuts that are buying all these guns, three million guns, right? He said. Uh, Teach these assholes how to use their guns properly and teach them the right way and teach them the laws. Dude, what do we what do we gotta do? What do we gotta do, Sean? Let's do something, man. I love that. I wanna I wanna say when I was in I was in Chicago, right? I hated guns. I was like, well, I don't even see the need. But when I moved down here, my buddy took me to the range and I got to shoot his like I don't know what like his Ruger and his buddy had like a Smith and Wesson, but then the guy down the on the other side, the long range had the AK. And I was like, man, we started talking to that guy. And I was like, well, I don't see very well. And he's like, you want to try it? I was like, yeah, I want to try that. And I could see I had to scope and I could see where I was shooting. And I was just like, bam, I love this. And I totally got it. You know what I mean? It's not like you need that AK in in Chicago. But, you know, in Florida, you got gators and you got fucking wild boars and you got you got these things and you got people just idiots with guns you know and and so i saw i saw the value in it but i i didn't i never judged anybody for being a gun owner but i did want to learn more about it before i you know said anything about it so i'm in favor of it but i'm in favor of using it properly you know 100 that's why i always wanted to be i always wanted to be a firearms trainer I mean, I worked for Department of Corrections, and there was a guy who was the firearms trainer. And I was like, "How do I become yeah. a trainer?" Yeah, you got to go to the military. I'm like, "Well, fuck that. That's not. That's out." You know. <laughs> and then now there's like other other avenues where you can do it. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you got to go in and you got to. I don't know how many hours it takes. I have no idea there, Sean. Maybe you know. Uh. Uh, just 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 for the handgun for the nra uh, pistol certification i think it was uh two days i can't remember how many hours but two days yeah yeah i can't what remember. are we doing 
why are we not doing this? <laughs> let's get off our asses and let's go do this. I mean, or what do you need? Show me, bro. Well, I need what I need is uh, a backstop, a proper backstop made in my backyard. So you need uh, a mini excavator, a bulldozer, something like that. And I mean, re- really, that's about it. I can I can afford my own targets and target stands and all that stuff. Uh, you know, I have a I have some sets of Ear Pro, all that. Uh, I got a couple of pistols. Um, okay, I got an excavator lined up for you, a, a bulldozer. <laughs> all right. Put your money where your mouth is, brother. Let's do this. Right, let's Come do on. It. You're I looking actually, for a job, dude. Let's, would, this is your job. You're a fucking professional. Get this fucking, let's get this shit rolling. Let's make this fucking happen. Let's go. I would love to. I'd love to. Uh, but my, my, my heart, my heart is to, you know, I'd love to do that on the side, but my heart is to get back into law enforcement. Um, that is, that's, you can do both. That's my goal, yeah. Uh, but it's not going to be around here in uh, my yeah. area, so yeah. I'm going to have to move. Uh, yeah. But I will say uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, – there's a lot of Instagram, uh, social media, firearms instructor stuff like that. Um, but uh, I will say my buddy Kawa, who's uh, ex-Marine, ex-Special Forces, uh, he's also with uh, Knockout Lights. Uh, I know his name is uh, – first name is Mike. And they have another buddy named Jerry. Well, they're both uh, law enforcement down in California, but they all they all work together. And Mike has this big range down in uh, California, and they put on some really good videos, stuff like that. So I definitely encourage uh, people Hell to yeah. follow them on Instagram if they can. And they they actually uh, Kawa is uh, he runs uh, shoot uh, two alpha training group i think it is and he is starting to go outside of california uh he's coming to oregon uh bend oregon near december so if i'm still around the area i'm gonna run down there and whatever class it may be it may be rifle pistol something but uh it's still a fucking yeah but he went to kentucky the other day so he's he's starting to branch out um but yes (sighs) find find somebody like that and get some good instruction and yes hell yeah dude Hell yeah! Well, I still say that you get out there and do something while you while you're waiting. I was I was honestly I was honestly thinking about uh, posting something on Facebook for people here locally. Like, hey, did you just get a did you just get your uh, first handgun or whatever? Are you not familiar with uh, the fundamentals of handgun or safety or stuff like that? And I'd be willing to to help out uh, however I could, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I know. We do have my. Uh, there's a law enforcement officer around here that has his own range and does stuff, uh, firearms training. But uh, I wouldn't mind just sitting down with my friends or family or whoever that needed just to get to get that little bit of push in the right direction to where they're not like, uh, oh, I bought my first gun, but uh, I don't know anything about it. I don't know how to take apart. I don't know how to clean it. I don't know how to shoot it. You know. That's, I think, you know, just a small little class uh, would be good for people. Even if we're not shooting, just breaking uh, it down, breaking down the, the fundamentals of grip, stance, uh, yeah. sight alignment, sight picture, trigger squeeze, trigger, you know, yeah. all that good stuff. Cleaning it. See, that's something that I wouldn't mind getting involved in too, man. You know I mean? Sure, I, I, I've been shooting for a long time, but sometimes you just, those basic fundamentals, it's good to go over them. Oh, oh, absolutely. And it's a perishable skill. So if you're not even, if you're not, if you haven't been shooting, uh, well, I haven't because nine mil is hard to come by, but if you're dry, you got a dry fire practice and stuff. And 
uh, technology is really advanced these days. Um, they have these programs you can put in on your phone, and it's got a, you got some nuts there. Uh, what are those? What kind of nuts? Bullets. Are oh, bullets. Nine <laughs> mil. <laughs> Talking about the hard to come by, brother. We, we need to fucking uh, resources, bro. So they got a program called Manus X. I don't know if you've seen that. You you hook this hmm. uh, deal up to your gun, and you have your uh, your phone, and it tells you where you're shooting on this little uh, virtual target, but you're using Ooh. your real gun and you're saving ammo. You're not using any ammo. It's pretty What's neat. That like? Hell yeah. But it's, I mean, it's a couple hundred bucks, but you, you only have to buy it once. Right. And it fits, I think it fits most standard models of uh, pistols. That's cool. Wow. But I, I was kind of looking into that since, like, I mean, I don't want to drive all the way to Olympia and find a couple boxes of nine mil. I want, I want a couple thousand rounds. Yeah. So, sorry, couple sorry, jugs honey. Of, <laughs> couple jugs of peanuts. Yeah. Uh huh. I got you since you're since you're a nine mil shooter. All right, dude. I got you. I fucking uh, when I pick up a couple hundred here and there, I'll just uh, run them out to you or something. Meet you halfway. We'll eat at the ranch house. There, there we go. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Barbecue. Let's get, let's get on the food, bro. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> dude. Fuck yeah. Anyway, so yes, I so uh, uh, I got buddies to do a lot of reloading. Um, the real, um, god damn, I didn't realize what a science it was. Oh yeah, huge science, dude. One one grain extra, you got a little bit of a kick there. Yeah. You know, mm. and it's such a measured, calculated, uh, calibrated uh, science behind it. You know. All my AR-15 rounds are handcrafted by a man who is a, uh, what was he, Master Sergeant? He was a Master Sergeant in the military before he retired, and he was Master Sergeant Armor for a long fucking time. And the guy could tell you how much, how, how many grains were in that bullet by picking it up and just holding it. Mm. And then taking the bullet out and then measuring it out and showing me. And I'm like, <laughs> I had no idea. You know? right? And so, yeah, so he did all my, he does all my AR, AR rounds. Um, we got another guy who does the nine mil and he does them by the hundreds. He's like, yes. he see, he's, as he gets home from work and he's like, I'm watching whatever's on the show, Letter Kenny or something dumb, like a trailer park boys. And then I'm just reloading. <laughs> I'm like, Shit. hell yeah. And that's what he does. That's like, awesome. holy crap. And when you put those rounds in that gun, it feels nice. Ooh. Very nice. Hey, what are those things uh, that, <clears throat> that you can put the uh, the uh, fuck? You can put the gun in, and it makes it look like an assault rifle. So you got your handgun, the Glock. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are a couple different uh, brands, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, my buddy had one. I I can't recall the name of. Give me one second here. Gosh, I want one. Yeah, that sounds cool. I want two. Mm. to one for each gun see i live on the second floor and my my window right there and my bedroom window points right to the entrance of this place and there's only one entrance one exit so I, and i can just pretty much seal this place off with an ak in my window so it's called one of them's <laughs> called the uh the micro roni the micro okay there's micro. another one yeah, Microroni, and then we got the MCK Micro Conversion Kit. Mm -hmm. uh, what else cool. do we have? The, Ooh. 
Anyways, those things, you can slide your gun into it, lock it into place, pull back the charging handle, and it's uh, basically an AR-15 pistol, essentially, with the the caliber of handgun that you have in your hand, and I want one. I want one. I want one for my 45, and I want one for my 9, you know? Why not? Why not? K-POS Scout. There you go. It's probably the one that you've heard of. The scout. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm getting one. I thought you machined that stuff. Couldn't you just do that in your barn? No, no, you, not not necessarily. You have to have so to to do. You'd have to have a class class. Uh, uh, it's either one or two for manufacturing a firearm. Yeah, one of those two. And I can't remember. I can't, yeah, I can't remember if it's one or two. But you have to it's a real tricky it's a very fine line i mean they they banned banned these ghost guns with no serial numbers and it's a big fine or big trouble if you get caught with them now if you can buy these 80 percent lowers you can buy these kits online but the deal is is i don't know i'm just real leery about all that you know what i mean So I'll I'll buy them from a store. Like I'll buy them from Blackout Tactical Group. It's Detroit Mikey. Mikey's the man. Uh, I buy them from him, or I go to Sasson Guns. Shout out Adam. I know you're listening. Uh, and buy these registered lowers and build them. Go to town and build them. I just all sorts of goddamn configurations. Mm. And I think I feel much better as a gun owner, as a legit gun owner to buying these things outright legally registered you fuck up i don't give a shit but they're legal you know what i mean and i don't want to be an illegal gun owner i don't i don't you know what i mean i i I think that's a disrespect to all legal gun owners i think it's a disrespect to the police officers who have to deal with that if they if something goes down my my kids or my kids friends come in see the gun start shooting the place up or whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i think Maybe I overthink it, <laughs> you know I mean? but I just can't, you know, I, I just, I just can't. So manufacturing is, a, it is best left to the professionals or best left in the shop or best left at work. If you're, that's what you do. Um, Cause that's what I used to do for I know. two or three years. And it was the best job ever, man. It was the best fucking job. Guns, 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 right? guns. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a fine line. I mean, I, I know a lot of, a lot of people, I'm not saying any names. I'm not going to call anybody out. I'm just going to say, I know people that do that. Those 80% lowers and they do it at home and they think they are the shit. All right. You know what? That's all right. I like Nikes. You like Adidas, you know, I like hand jobs. You like uh, fisting. I don't know. Beside the point. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go that route. Oh man. You know, I like tacos. You like bread. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, let's uh, apples, uh, apples and potatoes. That's what I like to say. You know, fuck it. You know, <laughs> I like tacos. But if you oh. if you if you use bread with a taco, isn't that just a torta? That's a torta. Torta. Mm. Yes. yes. Shout out to the Puerto Ricans. Where was my life before I discovered the torta? You know what I mean? Yeah. What was it? When? When? Hey, let, let's talk about this. What year oh. was it that you were like, whoa? Mm. Like a torta. I don't know. I could tell you the defining moment. It was 1982 
and I went to Shakey's Pizza, I think it was called. And it was a video game room, and this is a school trip. And all of a sudden, we had been eating beans and tortillas and rice up until that point. And then all of a sudden, I was like, <gasps> pizza. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, you know, and then so then I had taken a piece back, and I had one piece. I remember it was one fucking piece. And my brothers were still little. My brothers were still actually fucking cool then. And I took them. I took it back, and I was like, we got it try this and all of a sudden these guys were like we were all huddled up under the fucking bed dude eating this pizza dude i don't know i was like whoa this is the best they're fucking loving it and next thing you know we're talking to my dad into it now my dad didn't like he didn't i don't know what it was man he just didn't like to go hang out right but we bugged the fuck out of him take us to this place that just let's just go let's just go let's go here takes us to this pizza joint he's like what in the fuck are we doing here <laughs> we're the only mexicans in this joint pizza the fuck is pizza and holy shit and then after years after i don't like pizza anymore but you know whatever that's beside the point <laughs> once you get pizza that isn't like the best pizza you ever had you just don't want pizza anymore chicago style pizza is my hundred fucking percent favorite pizza and we don't have any chicago uh, pizza here on the west coast we have imitation yeah. chicago style you know why that is it's the water you guys have a different ph than we do oh we have pure clean from the mountain you have you have alkaline water we don't oh yeah which is you know not it's it's different water that's all like people that make new york pizza actually they bottle they get bottled water from new york to make their pizza because that's how it Really? Differences, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Right. Huh. They always say Olympia, it's in the water. Yeah. <laughs> but anywhere west of the Mississippi, I used to work at a printing company, and anywhere west of the Mississippi, we had to sell, sell them something to to remove the alkaline, mm. you know, so that I don't, it was called elk, elk RC or something. And mm. so, yeah, and that's how I learned that. But then... Yeah, that's interesting. Why, I think that's why Chicago hot dogs are different than like New York hot dogs or anywhere else is because of the water, maybe. I don't know. Hot dog flavored water. Mm, <laughs> water with Jeffrey, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. Shout out. That guy's amazing. Ah, oh, dude. Yeah. We had some we had some good stuff there, Sean. We had a, mm. a lot of fun stuff, dude. We talked with uh were you you were there when we talked with Jeffrey and Miss Devi. He was at yeah, the end, cut, cut, cut the back end of that one, yeah. By all means, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and then we had, who else did we have on here? I think we had someone else. And then we had just a couple of free-flowing sessions. Me and, uh, me and Jason just kind of shot the shit. Oh, we had the ghost hunter on. Oh, yes. And then we back. Just a ghost hunter? Oh, yeah. man. Yep. Shout out, Brian. Yeah, there's your oh. shout out. Shout out, Brian. And there's shout out. There's the words we could have gotten in. <laughs> <laughs> that man could talk. That man could talk. Well, he's always been like that. You know what I mean? He's uh, cool. Great fucking singer, dude. That guy. I mean, you just push him. He, he, he like I, I think I told you this already, but you know, telling Sean, he, we went down to Oregon and recorded a burning sound with Ivan Deprume, who was the original drummer for White Zombie, and we recorded with him, and he was. He was all excited about that first run of vocals and he's like, yeah, vocals are in the can. And I'm listening to it on the way back to the, to the band house we had rented for the, for the, for the week. And I'm like, no, 
no and i didn't say anything i didn't say anything until we got to the to the back to the house and uh i he's like well what do you think i don't like it and i was the only one who didn't blow smoke up his ass hmm. only one so he got mad at me we went to the strip clubs and we did whatever <laughs> we hung out and partied he didn't come with us he sat at home he sat at this house and i'm like all right next morning wake up joint in the hand this is back in the day when i could smoke weed uh joint in the hand and sitting on the front porch just kind of like waking up and he comes out with a cup of coffee he had had one in the other hand hands me one what do we need to do different i'm like fuck yeah do it and i knew from that point on that we were going to be buddies for like for life and he went in he delivered one of the most scorching sessions ever and to this day i still love that those that music we did with him just vicious sounding vicious 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 but now he's doing paranormal research uh, they just changed the name now national paranormal research center <laughs> they just changed the name again so i don't know but he's trying to he's trying to promote it a couple of events here and there and i'm like well, cool how are you going to promote that he's like well I'm, I'm looking for somebody to do that i'm like all right well let me know when you do <laughs> all right. you know good luck with that let me know so yeah, that was pretty fun. And we, we, it, Josh Pace from Non Viable, the band Non Viable. Oh my God, dude, that band! It's one dude with a bunch of session musicians, and dude, holy shit! Wow, wow. And you know, I love fucking heavy music. I love music that'll just blow your lower colon out, dude, because that's just fucking brown notes. And it's just heavy and just badass, dude. Fucking love it, man. Yeah, so you miss some good times, good conversations. Uh, yeah. While you're out playing tiddlywinks out there in the mountains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're doing that now. <laughs> so back to my original question. Are you going to get a firearms there or a training situation happening? Uh... <laughs> Come on, man. We got a barbecue and shit. We got to get Jason out here. I'd love to. Yeah. Hell yeah, we need to barbecue. And Jason needs to come out here. Same time, hopefully, preferably. I think you should call it Ruby Ridge training. Oh, God uh, damn. No. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're shut down the, the first day we open <laughs> by the federal government. <laughs> they fly in with a helicopter. Right. Jesus. Damn, bro. Holy. Do you guys watch any of those things? Those uh, Speaking of Ruby Ridge, that Ruby Ridge deal? haven't seen that, that one happening? no i i don't remember that happening and i don't remember uh waco waco oh. happening i i just watched well not just watched but in the past like two months i watched uh waco that's on netflix yep. uh with i'm gonna butcher his name but hell of an actor uh i think it was taylor Kish, kishnich yes yes my gosh he put a he put a hell of a uh uh, acting job on uh uh what was his david name koresh. david koresh yeah he i mean he went all out oh dude he did perfect he was like he, it was scary to see how similar he was to david koresh the mannerisms yeah the way he yeah. pronounced his words the way he the way he flowed with his words was so similar to david koresh i remember all that shit happening ruby ridge I remember watching it. I'm like, why are they messing with that guy? And then to kill his wife on the first shot, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And then all that blowing over. 
and then Waco happening. And I'm like, what in the fuck are they doing? Why is the government even involved? Right. I mean, they, I, I don't know. You got to go uh, to uh, the playlist that we have on Public Access America. We have a playlist, Oklahoma City Bombing, and it all ties in because, wow, you know, that, nice. that's that's where the the guy that did the Oklahoma City Bombing yep. was upset about Ruby Ridge and Waco. And Waco, they were getting... They Timothy were, McVeigh. Tim, Timothy McVeigh, yeah. David Koresh was having parts mailed in so that he could make his weapons automatic. And... Mm-hmm. And so the government just feared the fact that that guy had hundreds of automatic weapons, but still they handled it wrong. And Ruby oh, Ridge was, I think was just handled wrong altogether. Oh, then, you know, and then you start seeing the government trying to take over and using its yep. force and yeah, you know, to make the McVeigh happens, but that's what happens when the government, you know, they have a lot of responsibility and when they fuck up, shit goes wrong in ways they can't imagine. So they should just stick to what they know, you know? Exactly. Fluffing politician. Serve the fucking guy your warrant and walk away. Exactly. (laughs) Stop overextending your reach. I mean, if it doesn't affect you, get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Texas is like the only state that I know. Oh, Nevada. That has that's uh, that allows fully automatic weapons um, with your license, obviously. Mm. Uh, just le- let them fucking let them Texans be Texans, you know. Right. Let them fucking Nevadans people be Nevada people, yeah, you know. If there's a problem, mm-hmm. go talk to them about it. Go serve them a warrant. Go tell them they they have to come in and talk to you. But don't don't come in with a tank and break their walls and shove fucking you know, fire into a house full of kids. I don't care. God. I don't care if it's Charles Manson. You don't fucking kill the kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the, yeah. the kids do to you, you know? Right. I mean, it, did you read that book on that whole situation? That, remember the drummer who came in and he lived with them for a long time and then he wrote the book. Mm, I remember the interviews with that guy, yeah. His take on it, I want to... I am almost 100% sure that that was true. His version of the story of events, you know what I mean? And that's, I think that's what spawned that that Netflix series. Yeah. Well, it was on, uh, I forget what channel it was on, Paramount or something before it was on Netflix. Hmm. And they brought it to Netflix. Yes, dude. Yeah. Ashes of Waco, an investigation by Dick J. Revis is the guy's name. Remember? Revis. Well, the uh, the uh, negotiator wrote a book as well, I believe, and those two books, and I think another book was based off of this newer, uh, the one that's on Netflix, all, right. all kind of all mixed in together. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Branch Davidians. I mean, yeah, God dang, man. You know, mm-hmm. how crazy. How crazy, but you know, whatever. Just overextending. You know, you're gonna get a if you're gonna you're gonna poke the bear, you're gonna get a reaction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're gonna shake up that powder keg full of shit ready to go, this volatile, it all just needs a little spark, it's going to go. Yeah. A revolution, a civil war, uh violent acts of you know, of crazy people. It's gonna happen when it all com- compounds and and comes to a head. Yeah. Well, when you no. mistreat when we mistreat a criminal, they become a martyr. David yeah. Koresh David Koresh was no saint. 
you know he was brainwashing people and oh, yeah. what he was doing to kids was awful the shit he yeah, was sure. doing was awful but to treat him the way he treated they treated him he's now suddenly more of a saint because of the way he got treated and that's that's bullshit you know what i mean did they, they we don't know all of the details from all everything that happened in there so we what we see is a painted picture mm-hmm. you know i guarantee you just like history a lot of things have been omitted mm-hmm. a lot of things unsaid oh sure what do they say what's that quote jason you're good at quotes what is that saying about uh history written by the victor oh I'm, that's just it history's written by the victor yeah you never know what happened with those with the loser you know yeah. you never know the full story right because the loser's dead <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> that truth is gone, sir. Yeah. That truth is gone. It doesn't matter. We've learned when people are alive, they still disagree on the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? You know? Mm. Yeah, well, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> man, that uh, line is toxic now. You can't use that line anymore. Which one? It is what it is. You can't say that anymore. Blessed Max Holloway. Uh, shout out, Max. The blessed one from Hawaii, the UFC fighter. It is what it is. That's all he says every day after every fight. Every win, every loss. It is what it is. Can't do it. 170,000 people dead. It is what it is. You can't say it anymore. No. <laughs> God damn it. See, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The dude makes things toxic, so you can't just have fun anymore. Take your favorite lines and use them, and then all of a sudden you're like, damn it. No, I sound like that. All right, who's using that line now? Because I want to write them a nasty letter. It's like, it's like everything. It's because that's Trump said that. It is what it oh. is. 170,000 people dead. It is what it is. But And he even tried moving on, and people were like, no, it isn't. It is what it is. You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> now it's like a Saturday Night Live skit or something. It is what it is. It just cracks oh. me up, you know? Damn it. All right, I'll try not to use it anymore since old Trumpo damaged and tarnished it. It is Such what a it good is. saying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! I'm just giving you a hard time. I think it's funny. God damn it! <laughs> oh man. Hey, so uh, let me ask a question there, Sean. Okay. This is a good one. If All you right. answer wrong. Jason's flying up personally, and he's going to slap you. Sure. <laughs> what are you smoking this week? Not marijuana, buddy, because we don't do that. Nope. Uh, Maybe a good cigar? Maybe, yeah, I, like, I can't really smoke anymore. Maybe a brisket? I get nope. that asthma and shit. A brisket? Uh, I, don't have, I don't have a brisket. Uh, <laughs> what do I have in the freezer? I got a couple of New York strip steaks. Uh, how long do you cook it? Let's talk about that real quick. A steak. How do you how long do you put a steak on the smoker? So there's no timer. It is temp. You, you cook to temp. Yeah, okay. So about 140, okay. 145 is what I do. Internal temperature at about one one forty. So my smoker has this uh has this fancy little lap on it. And yeah. all I do is plug it in, I type in the number, how what degrees I want it to. Yeah, and I say, I press the button and say, text me, <laughs> and it texts me when it gets to temp. Yep, that's uh, mine. Will uh, set a little alarm off for me 
on my phone. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I, I'm learning a lot of cool shit about these smokers, dude. Really, I am. You know. Yeah, they they are an amazing invention. I, I oh, would definitely fuck. say that. That spatchcock chicken, dude. You've done that, right? I actually I haven't. I've done the <clears throat> the beer can chicken, you know, regular chicken. Dude, uh, I haven't done the spatchcock. Uh, I'm a little intimidated by it, but uh, dude, definitely. Dude. Dude, for, for somebody who doesn't fucking know a lot of shit about shit, dude, this patchcock chicken is fucking where it's at. You fucking boop, boop, snip off the fucking the spine real fast, smash that motherfucker and throw it in there for, you know, two temp. And I think it's like maybe 45 minutes. It doesn't even take that long. 45 minutes, you're at temp, and you're cooked, and it's tender, and it is so fucking good, dude. So I've seen I've seen a bunch of people do this on my uh, little uh, pitmaster or whatever uh, smoke group on facebook they'll spatchcock a turkey for thanksgiving what yeah yeah it it looks so amazing like it looks so good wow dude yes i didn't even think of that dude because the chicken obviously dude the fucking chicken is just badass It's, it's so good i could only imagine a fucking turkey i've always wanted to do a duck but mm. nobody will eat it around here but me. <laughs> I've had duck on a few occasions. Uh, I, you know, I, to be honest, I don't recall what it tastes like. Uh, yeah, I've never had it. I've had lamb a couple times, and it was it was good. Uh, I had goat in Iraq. But that was actually really good. Really? Yeah. I mean, they man, they know how to cook. They got some. They got some. I don't even remember the names of the food they cooked, but. It was good, but yeah. because we're not used to it, man, it would it would tear you up. You'd, you'd be in the porter shitter for for the for the next like three hours after you ate. You gotta acclimate to it. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You know, I I I really honestly on my my highest bucket list thing that I ever wanted to do is I want to go around the world and eat food. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, there's some places that I'm going to just avoid altogether. China's one of them. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they told all their, do- <laughs> their, their dog owners to uh, turn in their dogs or whatever it was. Did you guys see that shit? What? I think it, I think it was China. Is one of the Asian countries. Oh no, dude! Something about pet owners had to bring in their pets or something. I know due my to mom, the food when shortage. I, when I was younger, my mom was a travel agent. She said, "Hey, I got free tickets to China. You want to go?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "Why?" And I was like, "What am I going to eat if I can't drink the water? I can't eat the fruit. I can't eat the vegetables, and I'm yeah. not eating the meat if I don't know what it is." <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the big thing. Fucking <sighs> but I learned, like in the Philippines, man. If you get a Jollibee, if you get a chance to go to Jollibee, go to Jollibee and you get the fucking spaghetti with hot dogs. I don't know why it's delicious, but it's delicious. But like a McDonald's, they might give you a Big Mac, but with rice, not fries. It's just the weirdest kind of stuff. But man, Jollibee's is really good. We got one of those in Skokie and it was packed around the block for, for months. You couldn't even get into this place. And all they served was like fried chicken. And spaghetti with hot dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. oh wow! Dude, but it's awesome. To, when I went to Mexico, I was like 15, and my mom was always, you know, pretty much just we got into the town that my grandpa lived in, and was like, "Have fun." So we pretty much had a run of the town. That was cool. And there was this one 
dude who pushed around his little cart and it was a grill and he mm. built a fire in these he it was a, basically a barbecue cart and what do you want and it was always the hamburguesa mm. the hamburger you know because there's cows around so i mean i'm clearly it was just don't need to check in because it was a iguana and uh <laughs> well fuck even that was good god damn it <laughs> of course if it's cooked right fuck yeah. people people eat those in uh florida because you guys have a, a huge iguana infestation i believe right jason i've never seen one but probably in southern <laughs> southern yeah the down there, there the tip so it wasn't china it was uh north korea mm. uh mr kim jong-un has declared uh, that uh, dogs in Paigon be rounded up because of the food shortage. They're they're a delicacy in uh, North Korea, apparently. Well, not that I was going there anyway, but definitely not going there now. I mean, their diet is dirt. You know what I mean? That's what they eat. Sorry, cancel my plans to North Korea. (laughs) (laughs) I say we go and we change that shit. Oh, how how would we change Jesus Christ? <laughs> you know, somebody once said, "If you want to take over a country, you just send a bunch of entitled white women." <laughs> we don't need I, we don't need war machines. We just need a bunch of blonde white women to go over there. And send them a bunch of Karens and a bunch of cats. Yeah, yeah, Karens. There you go. Karens Karens and <laughs> Good luck, fuckers. <laughs> North Korea is now known as Korea. Right. God damn. Karen, Karen, I can't even say it. Karen. <laughs> but I think it's so cool. Like, I mean, North Korea is so bizarre, but South Korea is so like modern. You know what I mean? I got to yeah. tell you, South Korean women are just beautiful. I don't know why. I don't know why, but they just. South Korea? Mm-hmm. I had a buddy yes. that went, went to Cambodia and he loved it. You know, I just. I could never get into it because their their main diet is mainly beetles and you know slugs and stuff like that, and I just I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. God, I just couldn't mm. do it, dude. I don't know. Man. Don't tell me what it is. But I just, remember, like speaking of burgers, like I went to Wisconsin. Like I never had a fresh burger, and then I went to stay with my uncle, and he took me to the pool halls and stuff. And they just had from like the cow in the backyard, and then it was a burger on my bun, and it was amazing. Oh, and now yes. like every other burger just tastes like crap because it's not. Yep. You know, they used to take like an onion, cut it in half, bread it, beer batter it, and deep fry it. Oh. And you would just get these rings that were like the size of half an onion, and they're just so good with a fresh burger and like a. It doesn't even matter a Pabst beer, you know what I mean? Oh man. Which is good food. People don't realize that that there's good food all over the country. It's just got to be fresh like that shit. No, god damn it, dude. God damn. Mm-hmm. Now I'm hungry. Me too. Always. And I just I just ate too. I went over to. <laughs> <laughs> I went to. I saw oh, what you ate. <laughs> dude, I had. <sighs> oh, dude, that dude. I'm I'm gotta go back there tomorrow. He told me he's like. Uh, I asked him. I always go to get. I, I went to Honeycusp, Jason. And it's a little waffle truck. This dude who runs it is uh, a is badass. Every time I ask him his name, he's like, "Oh man, blah, blah, blah. I can't hear him because of uh, the truck going." You got mm-hmm. three taco trucks there. You got a, a taco truck and then a uh, what is it? it it's a, an Islander food truck, I think it is. If I'm if I'm mistaken, I'm very sorry, guys. I know you're listening. It's cool, but 
honey cusp. Holy fuck, dude. I always get the classic. It's the chicken and waffle, and I never had it before. And all of a sudden, I have it, and I just I can't get enough. I cannot get enough. Yeah, he brines the chicken for 48 hours, I think it is what he said, mm. in order for it to be ready for, you know, for one day to be sold out quickly. Oh, and the man can, man, today he didn't have it. He didn't have the, my backup was a strawberry compote. Didn't have that. Mm. And I'm like, dude, what do you got? He's like, I can make you a ham, egg, and cheese, waffle, combination thing i'm a jabber dude it was so fucking good i inhaled it i don't even remember tasting it dude i just put it in my mouth and it was gone <laughs> i don't want the option when i go to a place i want them to tell me what i'm eating honest to god i just want the best thing possible i don't want to get the thing that's been in the freezer for two years you know give yeah good, dude give me what you made today give me what your mama made today you know what's fresh <laughs> what's fresh that's oh, i've i've noticed that that's the thing to say when you go to these little joints it's like what's you know? fresh why are oh. food trucks more popular during the covid thing because we can't go out why isn't i live in a complex with 500 people why isn't there just like trucks lined up and you know right just up and down that would be awesome mm -hmm. food trucks all sorts of cuban food trucks out there and mm, that, that'd be great we don't, we don't have a lot of, you know, I was walking through the store with my buddy and there was these three people and they were speaking Spanish and I was like, holy shit. And he's like, what? And I was like, I didn't know we had Mexicans here. I think I'm in love. <laughs> Cubans. They're Cubans. No, they're Mexican. We don't have a lot of Mexican. And what? I think you saw that immigration nation with the yes. guy that was like taking advantage of all the people in Panama City. Yes. Like two hours away from us. We're the state capital. So we're uh -oh. like. We're like in the middle top of the state, you know? Okay. And so we're not by any ethnic diversity at all. We're by a college. The, the ethnic diversity is young, white, blonde girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what we Surrey, have. Surrey booked my trip to Tallahassee. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, what? I'll see you there. <laughs> I mean. So, I mean, we don't get a lot of that. We don't like, you get, you can't find a good Mexican restaurant because there, there's just no Mexicans here running them, you know what I mean? And if there is, hey, you let me know because I'll be going there all the time, you know? So something called Barberitos and it's a bunch of teenage white, white blonde girls making like Mexican food. And it's just, it's, hmm. it's not right. You know? mm. But we have barbecue. That's what we're known for. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> barbecue well yeah oh. i never had brisket and then i had it down here and i was like this is good this oh is yes wait till you come up here it'll be better i bet oh I yeah bet. dude well well dude let's wrap this up i know you got things you have to do sure. you know you're a busy guy mm. Which, by the way, I, I tell you this every time I talk to you, Jason, I'm so proud of you for these podcasts you got just flowing out of your ears into everybody else's ears. You know, the Florida Action Podcast. What's our, what's our girl's name? Sierra. Yeah, Sierra the yeah. Real Deal. Shout out, Sierra. Shout out, Lexi. Shout out, Denton County Boys. Shout out to the parent tonight. company. Yeah. Lexi and I are meeting tonight to talk to Jenna Belk about atheism and humanism. And I'm excited about that. I'm nice. You let me know when that drops because I'll be listening to that. Humanism, That's shit I'm interested in, you know? Humanism is important. I don't, atheism is just seems like it's like, I asked what it is and it's like, no God. And I hate the negative. 
You know what I mean? You got to be right. about something. You can't be against something to be something. Right. But humanism is putting people first, caring about people and making yeah. that how you make decisions. And that's what I'm interested in. Nice. Yeah. Yep. We need more, need need more of that. that. Yeah, we need, we need a ton of that. Yeah. Shout out, Lexi. Shout out. Big shout out from us here, us boys at the uh, at the Adam Has a Beard podcast. Much love. And we're glad to have you in the family. Mm. You know? And, of course, shout out to Honeycusp, who makes the most fantastic food. We had wish Sean would come out and hang out. You son of a... One of these days. Saint. <laughs> I'm not going to call you a son of a bitch because your mother is a saint. Mm. And I'm going to tell her you said that. We got to get that phrase going, son of a saint. Got to, man. I mean, you, you can't call all these mothers bitches, man. Shit, especially Sean's mom. Right. Sean's mom will put a hurting on him. <laughs> if somebody's an asshole, but you're, you're, if you're relating an asshole to a bitch... That's got to be a pretty, pretty good asshole. You know what I mean? If a bitch is worse, but if you're saying son of a saint, you're saying, man, you don't even compare, you know? Right. It's like more of an insult to me. Right. Right. And Sean is, a, Sean's mom is a saint. My mom's a saint. My mom will fuck you up. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to go give her a shout out here. You know, little, uh, I wish you'd call her. <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell her she's on air right exactly <laughs> she'll never oh, hear it anyway yeah you guys will be like what <laughs> why are you talking to your mom like that fuck you don't realize my mom and i have a special relationship it's much it's tight you know what i mean it's a tight relationship sometimes it's just good to rile her up and ruffle her feathers can she just can she just make you cry just by talking like can she just like burn you without without your friends even knowing it my mom could do that. She would just like, she'd say stuff in front of my girlfriends and I would be in tears and they'd be like, what is the deal? And I'd be like, she's just insulted me like a mother, you know? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I mean, you know, we're like when I was 21, when I just turned 21, me and my mom would go drinking. Like, you know, when it was party time, it was the weekend. Shh. Mom, what bar are we going to? All right, cool. You know what I mean? My dad nice. fucking hated it. My dad hated it. He fucking hated me for a long time because I was out with my mom. Yeah, you were bringing American values back home with you like COVID. And he didn't mm -hmm. like that. American values are like a disease. You need to know your heritage. Oh, I know my heritage. I know a nice and deep like get in there nice and deep like. <laughs> That's all he ever wanted. But he worried yeah. about it too much. He just he worried about it too much, much, you know? Yeah, too much, too much. But you know what? It is what it is now. He's gone. I can't say that shit. <laughs> Either way, he was an awesome guy. He cared about you. That's what's important. Well, I think towards the end he did. Eventually, he saw that I'm not. You know, I was I was the black sheep with the long hair and the fucking beard. And now my brothers they can't grow facial hair because they're I don't know because you well, Marco can yeah Marco can but the other ones I don't fucking know. I don't give a shit. Andreas maybe yes he can. <laughs> Andreas that probably has the biggest balls hair balls you know. <laughs> He's the youngest one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's dude, talk about so, Andreas. I don't even know the guy. Let's make fun of him a little while. Oh, he's my. He's, my, he's, your he's the mariachi. He's the, he's, the, he's the only other one in the family that's got any kind of musical talent. Wow, that's cool. What is yep. he? He is, um, he plays, oh, fuck, I get it wrong, the trumpet. Oh, that's me cool. too. Yeah, but he plays in a his mariachi band. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I don't know if he still plays or not or whatever, but he's 21 now, and he's my dad's, you know, he was, he was my dad's uh, 
he was my dad's angel. Gotcha. You know, he was like, you know, he, it, it was never uh, any of us, the blood brothers, the full blood brothers, or my half sisters. It was always Andres, though. Of course. And that's what I'll forever remember with Andres and how Andres changed my dad, basically. You know what I mean? So my dad all of a sudden had this heart. You know? It was crazy. But yeah, shout out to that little guy. Shout I, out. That little I think guy. the best music has trumpets in it. You know? Yeah. I think about Sublime and I think you can make Scott. Music. Oh, Mighty yeah. Mighty Bostones. Yes. Yeah. Dude. I can't do oh, Going old school there. Yeah, oh, big I, time. I think you need oh. more horns in these songs. Yeah. We need more whores in the song. Horns. Oh, horns. Uh, Holy. Dude, so speaking of music, my musical recommendation this week is by a band called Suffocate. Now, they've had many lineup changes over the years and this and that and blah, 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 blah. The one album you need to check out for 100% check out, turn it up, and fuck some shit up. Like uh, like Tony Leonardi would say, shout out to Tony because he's our boy. Uh Get ready, line up some lamps, and punch the fuck out of them because this band, Suffocate, the band's CD is from 2011. It's called Return to Despair with Ricky Hoover. Shout out, homeboy. Shout out, give your boy a holler. Ricky Hoover, when he was the, the, he was the vocalist for this band, he was the fucking shit. He was the fucking shit. Love he it. fucking took that band a whole fucking other level with this monstrosity. He had the big old fucking hoop earrings, and, you know, the big fucking the gauges in his ear. Well, he's got them since removed and and surgically re refixed and everything. But mm. suffocate. I love it. My neighbor hates your recommendations, but I love them. <laughs> Shout out to that neighbor. You know what? Yeah. Fucking hug is what you need. I'll come over and hug you myself. Mm. There you go. I don't know why. I got another recommendation for you. You know what? You want me to give you another recommendation for your neighbor? Yes. Right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. My other musical recommendation for Jason's neighbor is Wheeler Walker Jr. Oh, yeah. He already knows that one. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> Suck on it, Reindeer Games. <laughs> Take that. You know, shit. I'm, not, I'm a fucking well-rendered individual. Don't let tears fool you. I'm a tooth chipper. You know what I'm saying? I love that because it's the one thing I'm in Tallahassee. They love country music. So I put on Wheeler Walker and they're like, oh, I love this. I love this. What the fuck is that? <laughs> did he just say he's sucking the dick? Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> sucking dick. Kicking ass. Jesus Christ. Dude. I listened. I, when, I, when I first heard it, I'm driving down the road. I'm driving the crane. All of a sudden, um, this guy named Alex Stowers. Uh, shout out, son. Shout out, mijo. He uh, he's like, listen to this song, Poppy. And I'm like, listening to it. I'm like, the fuck did he just say? Went over to his boss's house. Like, did he did what with his wife's what? Yo. Okay. All right. The next one is the next story. I'm like, oh damn, what? And then he picks up this person of uh, <laughs> gen, gen, how do I put it? I put it uh, awkwardly enough. Gender neutrality. <laughs> Gender fluidity. Fluidity. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, well, at least he got down. He paid it. But anyways, you know what? Shout out there, neighbor. I love you know? it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've been doing Rag and um, Bones lately. If you ever get a chance, listen to Rag and Bones. I don't, I don't know. I really like it. Rag and Bones, huh? Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, it's I, this white guy that sings soul music, you know, just blue. Oh. Man, it's just, there's so much meaning in every word. So Dude. I just, I just love that shit. Yeah, dude, this week has been a constant rotation between uh, Suffocate, between um, The Weeknd, 
Mm, fucking love the weekend. <laughs> I fucking love the weekend. You know what I mean? And for whatever reason, he's just uh, he's got these, you know, yeah. it's very soulful, very motherfucker about him. You know what I mean? And Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. There you go. And Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> who's, who's Prince Royce? Who? Prince Royce. He was this. He's. He was in this Democratic National Convention, and all of a sudden, Prince Royce comes up and he starts singing uh, half in Spanish, half in English. And I thought, I thought El Negro was talking about him. It's like, and I couldn't remember, but I was like, man, this guy's got a great voice, Prince Royce. And he was, you know, I can't remember the, the song he was singing, but it was, it was just beautiful because to to sing Spanish in the same tempo as English or to sing English in the same tempo as Spanish just got to be really hard because the words don't match up. They don't rhyme the same. They don't. And, and so every time somebody pulls that shit off, except for Pitbull, I love it. Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. is Dominican American singer mm. and songwriter from the Bronx. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. El compadre negro. I talked to him the other day. That mm-hmm. dude it's a moose his new cd is gonna drop he's playing some bad motherfuckers too that's cool we gotta yeah. have him back so we can actually talk to him <laughs> yes dude he had lost to say dude and you know yeah, what i yeah. love it when when they have lost to say and it, and, it's, and it's funny dude he he opened my eyes to something too we, we're getting way off subject here we're trying to we're trying to end this and we're talking more. <laughs> <laughs> keep it rolling baby keep it rolling but he was talking about the coin do you remember he said he mentioned about the the quarter and he was talking about how it's just kind of fucked up because there was a bat on the back of it have you guys seen that coin yet Mm-mm. the what the quarter it's a quarter like, on one side it's got um whoever you oh uh george washington on one side right on the other side it's got the bat and i find a, it's an eagle isn't it no they got an eagle yeah they have an eagle this okay. one I'm looking at is an eagle, but the one that they have is the bat. Interesting. Yeah. Who's, right. who's never, counterfeiting quarters? Yeah, I've never seen that. The U.S. government. <laughs> the U.S. government. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, real. Trust me. <laughs> There's no real. chocolate inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. All right, man. We'll we'll go ahead and wrap this up. You know what? Shout out to our sponsors. You know, Trailboard Skate Shop. This yeah. fancy little hat that I'm wearing. You can get all the nice uh, the apparel that they have there on the racks there. Trucks, boards, uh, wheels, grip tapes, bearings, stickers, shirts, hats, merch. Lolo is a genius. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. Uh, the other sponsor too that I very closely uh, related to Miss Lolo is uh, the Boho Soul. Who? Get all your candles and crystals and Palo Santo wood, your incense, your meditational needs, everything, everything from there. The other spot, too, that we are very, uh, very happy about uh, that we love. I love. I personally have. Shout out to your to your boy out there, Sean. Jacob. 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 Yep. I got to go see him soon and get a haircut. I do. You know, shout, you know what? I'll drive out to see him to get a. You know, shave, you know, just change it up. Change it up, shit your pants. That's what I always say. But you I'll change it up. <laughs> you got to get the mountain man look, yeah. man. Dude, you know, I'm working on it. But you know what? Shout out to the refined man. Miss Shauna Charbonneau just returned from Sturgis. Not, not a rallier, uh, an anti-rally 
peaceful protests. Uh, Sturgis is awesome. That's just a bunch of bikers hanging out and having a great time. I was there, oh. and it's, it's great. Yeah, go there, start some shit. <laughs> you want to see, see a bunch happens. of naked biker women in tattoos and fucking sunglasses? Go to Sturgis. You'll eat good, you'll drink good, and you'll have a lot of fun. Serene book my trip to Sturgis after telling Heck yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't hey, go this year, but I, I've been there. I was there about 10 years ago, you know? That was fucking awesome. God damn. You know? What an adventure. But anyways, refine a man barbershop. Get your hair cut. Get your shave on. Get some beard oil. Get some product for your your weave. Get your wig done. Get a hot towel treatment. Get a shot of some good-ass whiskey. Mm-hmm. Get feel like a king. Say hi to Tyler. I say, say hi to Mr. Tyler. Say hi to Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie. Mm-hmm. And Shauna. And all the good people of Olympia that don't like me, all one of you kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you, I love you guys. You know, hey, hey, boys, I love you guys. Love, love you too, too, buddy.
We want to hear from you. You want to hear from us?